Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Today we are going over the weekend of all the nonsense between Friday Night Smackdown and Rampage. There was good stuff. There was the bunny and red velvet match, which, well, you could notice them missing each other on moves by like three years. But it's what you expect from women's matches in AEW, but we'll get to all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly. After a quick word for our friends from Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski, at least to work that time. Now we're going to do the weekend recap from SmackDown and Rampage because they both had their good moments. They both had their bad moments. I will say that between the two of them, Roman's one line about him being gone for one week and the show's almost as bad as Raw. I think we've all kind of been saying that. I've at least been saying that. People I know have been saying that because it just wasn't right. People couldn't, like the people that... They had to talk, couldn't really do it. So that was good. At least, you know, they confirmed it and they knew exactly what we were all talking about. At least they acknowledged the fact that it sucked without him there to me. And uh, the Eddie Kingston, CM Punk thing, like, for AEW's sake, that was good. And there was good matches. Like, it was all around good except for the females match on, you know, Rampage. So there's that. But get smacked down the night started with reigns being back i am over of the hardest working champ of all time line i'm tired of that uh pretty sure that's mostly a pat mcafee thing but i'm really over it um because there's people you know punk with all of his defenses stone cold triple h like there's so many people that defend their title all the time you know, he has like 16, like what? Not uh, 16, 17 months he's been champ. Like no one, he didn't come back until SummerSlam last year. So no, like, maybe 15 months. Like he's had one a month, pretty much. There's people that did a lot harder work when they were champion. Let's go full circle and you know, just bring up Punk's numbers. If there's over 100 defenses in more time, yeah, a different time. There wasn't COVID, but I mean, since he's been back and there's been people like it, he just hasn't been more than once a month. Different characters, I get that. You didn't have the authority going after him, I get that. You know, but that line's just old. Just like hearing, you know, Michael Cole say vintage or Pat McAfee saying, you know, the dirty dogs or. Michael Cole saying, yeah, it's boss time. Like, oh, it just hurts your damn head. But he's still doing, like, he's still on his best run. So I'm not taking anything away from him because literally it's his best run so far. But there's still that. Uh, when Roman said, you know what happens when I'm gone for a week and the fan that yelled the Uso is lost, like, thank God Roman picked that up. Yeah, you because know, it was leading exactly what he was saying. But he picked it up. He ran with it. It was good. So, no matter what anyone says, I don't know why people hate him. Like, I didn't like him for the longest time because when they were trying to push him, he just wasn't ready. Like, this one actually works, whether you want to admit it or not. Like, this character compared to all the other ones works. Um, the New Day coming out and interrupting him, and, you know, Xavier and Kofi hitting on, you know, table being missing and him being at the top because the table's, you know, missing and Kofi hitting at, you know, Maybe they left it on the island of relevancy, like they're spinning in all that, you know, head of the table. And, you know, all of the talking points for Roman and all of them, which 
you know, plays out good. Um, yeah. When, and later on in the night in the main event, I might add Xavier Woods, like killed it. Yeah. You know, like when he's putting these matches, like he's actually looking really, you know, good. Just again, because he didn't get a lot of moments while he was with the new day. You know, it was always Kofi and Biggie defending for the most part, but I think in his singles matches, like he looked good and he beat Jimmy. And before Jimmy could bend the knee to him, you know, like there comes Roman to just maul him and take out Kofi. So I'm sure when he says, you know, show up next week that we're going to see Wood show up next week. Um, how are they going to do it? I don't know, but they're not going to, I'm sure that, you know, they're not going to have him not show up. He'll be by himself though. So I don't know how they're going to do it. You know, he stays on the ramp. Does he go in there and get mauled? But the way they had Kofi get taken out the knees, literally, I don't think they're going to have him go out there alone just to get mauled because that would just be garbage storytelling. But there was good talking back and forth. Roman can talk. We know Xavier can talk. Like it's always been his thing. We know Kofi could talk. You know, the New Day guys, they could all talk. Jimmy could talk. Roman could talk. Jay, yeah. He just overdoes it. But all the references to everything between the two of them, then playing it off like that was really, really good. So I appreciate that for what it was. And I look forward to next week to see where they go with it. But yeah, only time will tell. I, again, though, I'll leave for one week and we're almost as bad as Raw. Yeah, like the talking at the beginning and all. Like, I just didn't like the vibe of last week. I'm sure there's someone that listens to this and didn't appreciate listening to Sasha and Charlotte and just thought it sounded bad and pushed and overly done, overly dramatic and all that. Like, you could tell they're overly doing it. Um, Roman, he's not raising his voice. No, he's just talking. You know, so that was good to me. Xavier, he's always been in the same tone, which is good. So see what they do with that. Not holding out hope, but at least it didn't completely suck. Naomi defeats, you know, Shayna Baszler until Sony comes out and restarts the match. You know, Naomi gets choked out with the Caravuda clutch. So, you know, didn't technically get the win. Shayna did. So we'll see what they do with that going forward. I know it's going to lead to Naomi against, you know, you know, Naomi's going to go against uh, Sonia at some point. Because, uh, you know, she even mentioned if she wins, I might do a match against her. You know, they're hinting that she's finally getting back into the ring. So we'll see what they do there. I mean, I'd like to see her back in there because I thought, you know, you know, what happened with the stalking thing, like one for that. I mean, granted, her and Mandy wasn't the greatest thing, but she could wrestle and she could talk like a crazy person. She couldn't talk. They wouldn't put her in the situation she's in now to talk. So I want to see what they're going to do with all of that. Yeah, I think it'd be really good. And what we saw from Sonya in the ring, you know, forever, her style against Naomi's is going to be great. I just don't know if they're, you know, when they're going to, if they, maybe they'll split her. Naomi, that is, and send her with the bloodline because the marriage and all that. Um, which I think could put a whole entire different dynamic into SmackDown to have them all there. You know, draped in gold. We'll see what happens. She could use it because she could talk, but I mean, Heyman could talk her up even better. And Jimmy's the better of the two out of him and Jay. So he would, you know, like they have the people that could do it. I just don't know how long they're going to drag this out and when they're going to do it. And I wish Shayna would get better because, you know, her run at NXT, whether she had people or not, like those are still good matches. People still were behind her more than Nia during their tag run, in my opinion, like I was, because they had to go and do that, you know, all that. Like Naomi and Lana. Naya was the one putting people through her tables. Uh, Naya and Reggie, like 
that whole like Nia's acting was garbage. And yeah, Shana gone the whole time. Like that's how we all really felt. So that was good. You know, like for Shana, but you know, now they have her being the lackey, you know, after they had her take out those people, you know, everyone. Yeah, both Eva Marie and Naya, like having her play the lackey, like I don't like it. I think she could do better than that. I'm sure we'll get to it after this is all over. Um, or beforehand, you know, let you know, she keeps doing Sonia's bidding, so she gets put into a title thing, you know, something like that. But I think she's good enough to be up there in the title picture. And again, Sonia's so like she was good. Like, again, listen to her talk for this many weeks. Like they wouldn't still have her there if she couldn't do it. So I'm talking about matches is good. That means sooner or later they might actually lead to it. So I see where they go with that, but I really just want to see Sony get out of this and, you know, wrestle. Again, she played crazy, you know, jealous and all that with, you know, Mandy and now they're playing into that technically. So they're being abuse of power. Like it's the same kind of thing, you know, crazy. So we'll see what they do with it. But I think Shane can do better. It deserves better. Hopefully it leads to something. And I just want to see Sonya back in the ring. And maybe, you know, all that happens. And then the bloodline comes to defend her. You know, it's stuff like that. Um, so we'll see. I don't hold out hope with all the most recent, like, releases and everything they're doing. Like, I get them, you know, saying they're going to release people, you know, reevaluate people every six months and then get rid of them. But, I mean, if you're putting people in garbage scenarios and storylines, like, what do you expect from people? Like Rusev and Lashley and Lana, like nothing good was coming of that. Nothing looked good in that. Like that was terrible. Theory, now technically, how long they drug it, all of them should have been fired. Yes, yeah, so I don't think six months is enough. You put them in dog shit, but yeah, is what it is. I do want to say Ridge Holland can talk. It was good to hear him finally you know, say more than a few words because you never got to hear him talk a lot. And the next day he was just out there to bruise people and him talking about growing up and, you know, his idol, you know. And his hero being Seamus. And he's going to bring the same, you know, everything to that. So as he brought up Seamus and see if we're going to have the two of them just maul each other, which I think would just be great television in general. Great matches. It wouldn't be matches. It'd be two guys just beating on each other. Uh, pass the torch on her. So I don't know, but I think that would be really good. Shotzi sounded good on the mic saying, yeah, I mean, she's tired of losing matches. Her tag team partner, which I've talked about a lot, sent her up there and, you know, took her away from all kinds of stuff. And that, you know, she's tired of losing and she'll run over everyone that gets in her way and doesn't need her tank to do it. So and she looked great, by the way. But again, we all know how I feel like, you know. And while I was in tank battalion before, it, you know, got eradicated from the Marine Corps, so me and tanks, but like she sounded good. She sounded better than when she was, yelling, oh, you're folks. I thought her voice was just irritating, but that was good. See what they do with it. Um, hopefully it's a good run, good push. And, so we could really see what she can do. Uh, you know, all pending, you know, depending on how it all works out, but I thought it was good. Uh, Garza and Umberto, that's what they're known by now, defeated Mansour and Cesaro, and now they're known by Los Lotharios. And I talked about them doing their thing last week for you know, Happy Corbin in that Trick or Street fight. See where they go with that. I mean, they're pushing them. And we always heard about them doing, you know, like the Latino heat thing with Garza. Now they're both trying to push. Now they're the greatest thing ever. So we'll see what they do with it. I mean, they're both super talented. And them talking didn't hurt my head completely. Again, it didn't seem like they were trying too hard, like Sasha and Charlotte last week. 
again, I think they're both talented, Sasha and Charlotte, but it just, you could tell that they're over trying. But I mean, Mansoor, he's out of, you know, Saudi, so he's back to losing. And I just wish they'd do more. Cesaro Biggie said, we saw the reports how he can't believe he wasn't a champion. Like, I, I can't either. Uh, see where they go with it, but it doesn't look like anything good for him. He's just going to keep, you know, enhancing people. Jeff getting interviewed backstage. And yeah, there's, you know, so they're talking to Aaliyah. Leah looked great, by the way. And I'm glad to see how, never mind, I'm glad to see how far she's come. Because you saw her on Breaking Ground, I think, was the show on the network when it first debuted. Like, you know, she thought she was going to get canned. Like, she was right there. And it's good to see how far she's come. Like, I think she could, like, she's really, you know, could be really, really good with all that, you know, see what leads to her and Jeff talking. You know, leads to Sammy and, you know, her asking if he's always like that. And, you know, Sammy's always like that. Jeff says, well, welcomes her to SmackDown. We'll see what happens. McIntyre open challenge gets open, you know, answered by Ricochet. And he slaps the shit out of, you know, Drew. It's a great match. You know, Ricochet still looked good. And Ali was backstage saying they had a lot in common. He ended up, you know, telling Ali he was a jerk later on backstage. But, I mean, Drew in that counter of the moonsault into the Claymore while he was in mid-flip, that was great. I care what anyone says, like them to do that, that was good. And it keeps it going. And there's history, though, between Ali and Ricochet. Because uh, retribution and all that, so you know, we'll see what happens with all of that. Uh, if they're gonna do a tag team rivalry, rivalry into a tag team, like I don't know, but they're both super talented, so hopefully, they do something with them. Corbin and Madcap, you know, and Happy Talk, whatever it's called, I don't know. Viking Raiders are the guest leads to the match, you know. Madcap and Corbin walk out, so that, you know, the Raiders win by count out, yeah. It'll lead to something later, I'm sure, but it was the Raiders, you know, Viking Raiders debut on SmackDown, so it gave him something, even though it was really nothing. Uh, led to Sammy backstage with Hit Row, how their entrance sucked, uh, the proper way to do it. Top Doll asking Sammy if he could show him how to make an entrance. He says, I'll go out there and do it. I don't know what the hell he was doing, flopping all over the place, doing all that, but, I mean, he went out and did what he had to do. Hit Row talks him off the stage, um, but Sammy adding the elder statesman of SmackDown, the longest tenured guy there, to another wrinkle to the conspiracy theory thing, like just to keep adding a little bit to everything. Like that, I think that's really, really good for him because it proves he can keep going, just adds another wrinkle and you know carries on. So I'm okay with that. And then King Woods, like I mentioned, you know, defeated Jimmy, but Roman got in the way. Um, I and all that happened. I will say there was a better SmackDown than the week before. Yeah, you know, there wasn't any overly dramatic Sasha or Charlotte anything talking. Like there was, it just seemed like it was put together better. Uh, again, when those two talk, it's just overly done. Like Charlotte overdoes it and Sasha always overdoes it. I can't just go out there and talk. She has to be like, yeah. Normal people turn themselves up to, you know, like 11 and just be, you know, a more loud version of themselves. Sasha just oversells it, but they're never going to get rid of her. I'm not complaining. I'm saying she goes somewhere else. Like, you know, really, where could she go, though? Because she has gotten better for me, hurting people all the time and all that. But, you know, I thought overall it was a better thing. And Roman saying it was almost as bad as, you know, Raw. Ergo last week, which is how I felt, whether it was a line or not. He says he's going out there mostly, you know, unscripted. So apparently, you know, there's some truth to it, but thought it was bad. So good on that. I overall say it was way better than the week before. Everyone hit on everything. There wasn't a lot of wasted time. 
which is a really, you know, really good thing. And I want to see what they're going to do with people like uh, Shotzi, Aaliyah. Um, yeah, those two just because they're, you know, Ridge. There's all the guys that got called up and are there now. Is they're all talented? Granted, Shotzi's been there a little longer, but they're all talented. So I'd like to see what they're going to do with all of them. Yeah. In all aspects, there's all kinds of ways they could use them. I just want to see what they're going to do with all of it. If they're going to waste anybody. You know, heel turns, face turns, yeah. And them adding, just announcing the teams for Survivor Series, that kind of irritates the hell out of me because they got rid of the pay-per-view. Yeah, there. So they didn't have, like, whatever was, yeah. Like, they're, they're getting rid of some shows, which I think they have too many pay-per-views, but just announcing, here's the teams. Like, they could still build off of all old animosity. And then go from there, but they could have started the stories earlier to me. Yeah, if they had qualifying matches like they normally do, so people beating people, people screwing people, like, you know, they could have a lot more build to it. Now we're just going to have them build without those matches and animosity. Which means they're still going to hopefully build something, but just announce it just seemed lazy to me. Like, because there's enough weeks where they could have built something, at least a little bit on it. Yeah, that's just me, though, and some people I talk to. I felt the same way, but as, as long as it turns out to be a good match and they prove us all wrong because it's a good match, I'm okay. I just, if you took a pay per view out of Lexicon, at least two qualifying matches to get on there. We all know how it's going to happen. Andrew's going to say he's the captain. Seth's going to say he's the captain. Yeah, they're going to have the normal stuff, you know, Seth and Ray with the whole eye thing. Like there's just so much weirdness there. I just wish they would have done qualifying to build, you know, just to build the stories more. Seems lazy, but that's just me. Moves on to Rampage, which, you know, Brian, yeah, Danielson did defeat Anthony Bowens. And I'm not going to say when he was coming out to the ring, the guy rapping, saying that, you know, he ended, you know, careers quicker than uh, Brian's father-in-law, you know, Johnny Ace. Like, that was a good one. How many people he's let go just in the last, what, year and a half? Like, was mesmerizing. So good for that. And uh, Bowens corkscrew DDT when Brian missed on the jump or the drop kick in the corner on the second rope, like off the second. That was beautiful. You know, Brian did end up winning with him tapping out to the LaBelle lock. I mean, but he still put on a hell of a match against him leading into his match, you know, next week, you know, Saturday with Miro full gear. So I have no problem with that. And again, Brian put on another good match. It was a great way to start out that hour. They say it's the quickest hour in wrestling, professional wrestling, or, you know, like it is, but they did a good job. Uh, Christian Cage and Jungle Express. Yeah, Jungle. Jurassic Express. See? Yeah, challenging, yeah, the Elite. Like, I think that'll be a great match at full gear. Just because the talent in the ring, like, they'll find a way to make it good because their matches are better. The storytelling, like, they seem to just throw too many in there, so nothing seems more important than the other. Like, they didn't even mention, like, have the guys that are in the title match at all out there on Rampage talking about it. They talked about it a lot. At least, yeah, more than they, you know, you'd think for people that weren't on the show. But that should be a good one. Uh, Punk and Kingston face-to-face. Good for, you know, Kingston on the stick. He did, you know, again, all that was better than Charlotte and Sasha last week. Challenged Punk to a fight of full gear. And, you know, Kingston's line, but after I beat you, you need to quit for another seven years. Like, that was just gold. The headbutt after the fight, like, them trying to separate everyone, whatever. But it felt very authentic coming out of Eddie. So I loved it. You got to give him credit for that. Like, regardless of anything, like, that was good. Regardless of how you feel about him. Punk can talk. Eddie can talk. It felt very authentic and real. You know, them getting separated and all that. That was stupid. I'm not coming out to his music, whatever. Like, uh, 
but they built some good stuff. I'd like to see what they're gonna, you know, they're gonna do with it. Now that he, you know Eddie was there, you know, and they could both talk again better than Sasha and Charlotte did. Way more believable. So let's see what they do with it. I thought it was good. Red Velvet defeated the bunny, and again, it was a woman's match, but the bunny was way down before you know Red Velvet even got anywhere near that leg layer spinning through the air. Jade Cargill was in the front row, you know, scouting her future opponent in the TBS tournament. Uh, Velvet's forearm smashed straight up missed Bunny's head, so there's a leg layered in a forearm. You can see from the camera, it just was nowhere near. Um, I don't know if that's a them problem or a camera problem, but we shouldn't see that's that far off on TV. So most of the people, like the audience, didn't notice, but depending on what angle they were at, but that was bad. And Velvet gets W even with all that, so I don't know. I mean, maybe people didn't see the Bunny losing with everything going on, but how you know, much people know her compared to Red Velvet, but her against Jade Cargill, I mean, they're not going to have Jade lose. She already beat her once. I don't see her losing. The way they've had her winning, like what would be the point of her losing now? Like it just wouldn't make any sense. Doesn't mean they're not going to do it, but it wouldn't make any sense. And then, you know, main event, Adam Cole defeated John Silver, and that was a great match. I don't care what anyone says. Silver held his own. Uh, another great match from him. Regardless who he's in the ring with, like that was, you know, he's done good. That was good. And then to complain about about that. Uh, yeah, that guy, never mind Adam Cole. We all know what he could do, but John Silver is putting on hella good matches. So good on him. Like that was a great match. I don't care what you say. Like that was glorious and made up for all the missed. Maybe it's just because it was coming off the woman. So you missed, you know, I saw people dropping before leg lariats got there, missed forearms that people were like, it was, you know, all of that. But it was a hell of a good thing. So it was a great match, great storytelling. And John Silver can really go. Like, that's my favorite thing. Like, he can really, really go. So overall, I mean, it's actually way better than the week before. It does feel like they're a little rushed on Rampage. Um, but again, they have an hour. And they're trying to get all kinds of stuff in. Maybe they have to try to get too much. But they don't waste it with a lot of, you know, talking segments, which is really good. I mean, like Punk and that was the talking segment, you know. But Jurassic Express challenging, you know, the elite. That was short. Uh, you know, like all of it, like minus Punk and Kingston with short little things here and there. And then it was good. You know, it matches and their matches make up for everything, storytelling and all that. So, except for the women, but they'll get there. You know, they're going to keep getting there, you know. But overall, better than last week to me. So, Tell me what you think. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think I am. I thought it was way better than last week overall. Friday yeah, night comparison from week to week, uh, regardless of Roman was there. It just felt more real, less forced when it comes to talking and all that. So that was good. I liked it. Uh, I do wish that the women's division would get better, which is why I don't want to see anyone. You know, There's some people that, that got released that I could see going over there that would help the women's division. Yeah, but like Charlotte and Sasha and them going over there, they keep just, I don't know if you could pick up this many mistakes now with people at almost the same level in the ring together. What the hell are you going to do? You get people that are above that in there. Like, that's just terrifying to me. But overall, not bad. So we'll see where they go with the next week. We got, you know, Rod Knight at 2.0 tomorrow. We have a whole week of wrestling before we get to full gear on, you know, Saturday. So we'll see where they go with that. I'm curious to see how it goes, like, honestly. So we'll see. But 
that being said, I'm going to get out of here so you guys can listen to this before we get to Raw tomorrow. Whatever you want to do, let me know what you think. I thought it was better than last week, so that's the big thing. It was an improvement, which is good. So I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for checking me out. Thank y'all for listening, watching, whatever it is. Follow along on all the socials. You know, share it out. Yeah. That's the big one. Like, share, comment, repeat on all the videos. Let me know what you think. Share it out there for more people to get to it. No matter what you're listening to, you can share it out. It takes an extra second, but Spotify anywhere, you can share it. So do that. I appreciate y'all. We'll be hitting on Raw tomorrow. And yeah, so enjoy the rest of your night. I look forward to Raw. I look forward to talking to y'all tomorrow. And until then, be good to each other, be kind to each other, enjoy the night, and peace.